You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. It is the last weekly bulletin for January. Thank you for tuning in. My name's Clancy Overall, joined today by Wendell Hussey and Effie Bateman. How are we, team? Really good. Looking forward to the hottest 100 tomorrow. Hottest 100. When's the hottest 200? Is that already uh, done? That's on right now, Clancy. Oh, We've right. probably got 20 or so to go until we get to 101 as that's we record. More my <laughs> era. Yeah. yeah, Double J. I think they're going back to 2001 maybe Yeah, on Sunday. Oh, that's what Sunday's so my era. Into that era. Yeah, okay. Is that the year Dennis Leary? No, he was a bit earlier than that, wasn't he? Where he won with that joke of a song. I'm asshole. an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny to think that that won the whole thing. Well, mate, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not funny to think that because really... Thrift Shop won. You reckon that's, that's more of a joke than Arsenal? Thrift Shop was more of a joke than Dennis Leary. Unpopular opinion, Thrift Shop's actually a churn. I really like Thrift Shop. I really like it. I mean, I guess not that unpopular because a lot it is of people voted song. for it. But um, Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say the same thing about Nelly, Hot and Her, which has aged very well. Yeah. That was yeah. number one. Yeah, I kind of feel for Taylor Swift and all of this when she got booted and wasn't allowed in. Mm. Um, yeah. It's interesting. Anyway, yeah, it's the uh, last one for January. Only the second bulletin, actually, weekly bulletin for January. Mm. It's been a slowish start to the year, but we're getting there. <laughs> but the it's ball, the last one. Yeah, yeah, the ball is rolling. The facts remain, it is the last one, even if there was only two. Yeah. What's in the news, Effie? Well, kicking off with a national story, and the Friday wedge between a public holiday and the weekend is kidding itself. Absolutely kidding itself, it's been confirmed. With January 26th falling on a Thursday this year, it's just been revealed that the Friday the 27th, today, mm-hmm. is taking the piss. Yeah, there was a collective groan around the nation this morning, particularly amongst office people, where there was a general apathy towards the day they probably should have just taken off. We've been told over in Western Australia that plenty of people actually haven't even bothered pretending to log on. Given the, the time that they clock on over there in the West, everyone in the East will either be working from home or hitting the road, uh, like Errol Parker, or getting their teeth into a glass sandwich. So it's kind of just a waste of a working day, really. Yeah, yeah, here, here. Our next story this week's quite a shocking one. Uh, it broke on Wednesday afternoon. Qantas flight arrives at destination as scheduled. Yeah, this was one of those had-to-be-seen-to-believe stories. After a couple of weeks of mayday calls, alerts, and just general aeroplane and aviation fuck-ups, Qantas has managed to take a plane off, fly it somewhere, and land it without having anything go wrong. Yes, a monumental day for the supposed national carrier. The flight left Brisbane at 1pm, and despite expectations from all on board, it arrived without a problem at its destination, and the passengers were able to disembark without fear, panic, or even relief. Yes, we spoke to one of the passengers on board and he said it was pretty uneventful. I expected a door to blow out or the roof tearing, but yeah, I even got a bit of sleep and get a load of what he said next. I was expecting some poor Qantas service representative to phone me up and apologise because they've sent my bag to Pakistan or something and that'll be back in 7 to 21 working days. But yeah, got off the flight, went to the carousel a few minutes later and my bag was the first one out of the chute. I nearly fainted. Genuinely shocking, that is. Unprecedented. Unbelievable. And some news from here in town now. And a local dad has just quietly gotten up and left the room after being told his daughter's dog has anxiety. Yeah, Batuta Heights local Graham Ozil reckons he's seen just about enough this week. The local father of three has asked our reporter to put a fork in him because he's done after being informed by his daughter that her dog 
has anxiety. Yeah, so it was something that caused him to get up and leave the room to cool off. Or not even cool off, just kind of gaze into the distance. Mm -hmm. The situation unfolded after his youngest turned up with her new papa, who she couldn't leave at her unit when she went out with the girls because the dog has really bad separation anxiety. That was enough for Graham, who remembers fondly the cattle dog mutt that the kids grew up with that was actually able to be left at home for weeks at a time with nothing but a bowl of grain. Um, yeah, things have really changed for old Grizzly. Yeah, and look, in Grizzly's defence, he did come out and he said to us he's not one of those like stiff upper lip kind of blokes who doesn't believe in mental health. He's a big advocate for it, but he just said in regards to this young dog being left alone for a couple of hours, he thought that was pushing it a little wasn't, bit. Yeah, it wasn't a rescue either. Um, no, which, no, no. Which, you know, uh, would be a bit more understandable. It's a brand new puppy, um, chipped, dewormed, mm. Maybe it's the unit. I don't know, but he, he, he doesn't have time to think about that. He's getting old. He wants to just stand outside um, until the dogs are out of his sight. We had a, um, a hawk problem when I was growing up, so we couldn't leave dogs in the backyard if they were you know, under Maltese terrier size because of the hawks. That's a very real problem. Yeah. <laughs> He's just simply here like a helium balloon off into the yeah. sky. Yeah. It's a very, very quintessentially southwest Queensland problem. Anyway, what else is in the news, Effie? Well, wrapping up the week with some sports news, and a Chinese-Australian Rabbitohs fan can't really ignore this omen. Yes, the omen being the fact that 2023 is the year of the rabbit, according to the lunar calendar. Millions of Australians around the country celebrated Chinese New Year this week with the year of the rabbit cheered on in. It's a zodiac sign that could not be more welcomed as it is said to symbolize longevity, peace and prosperity, providing some much needed reprieve after several years of global pandemic, economic and diplomatic chaos. Yeah, and for Bunnies fans like Jaden Fu, it is more than welcomed with a stacked roster and a peaking Latrell Mitchell as well as a battle-hardened squad shaping up as one of the few contenders to knock the Penrith Panthers off their NRL perch. I believe there are also a lot of similarities between the team and the Rabbit Zodiac Clancy, so I think it is exciting time. Yes, yeah, fans. no, patience and prosperity. That is the Rabbitohs, uh, I guess you'd say, mission statement. They're yep. not here for the sugar hits. They play the long game. They run it up the middle, and they, 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 they bring home prosperous results. Hop, hop, hop. Good luck to them. Glory, glory. Glory.